Hello and welcome to another episode of Industry <laughs> Celebrities and Collaboration with TAAEF, which is also known as Texas Apartment Association Education Foundation. That's pretty long. Isn't I know it, it is, but since, since we're trying to educate the world, as the you know, we gotta let them know what that acronym stands for. And this is the first of many. Maybe this might be our second episode of the Room to Grow series. Did you know that, Izzy? Why wasn't I first? Well, because you didn't sign up to be first. Yeah. Okay, anyway. that's fair. Okay, okay. yeah. So, I was busy. I know. You know. You're a busy man. So I do appreciate you. I appreciate the cat, by the way. <laughs> we'll get to that you here know, we'll in two more that, seconds. We'll get know, to that in two more seconds. But I'm that Kimberly, also known as Kimberly Scott. And my guest today is Mr. Izzy Garza. Hi, Izzy. How are you? I'm doing fabulous. How are you? I'm, I'm actually having really fun right now. Are you? Good. Yeah. I mean, we are in a... You know, nice hotel. We got, we got the stadium right there. Beautiful sun. I mean, yes. the sunlight. And and we're talking about this. I, I, this is an homage to you because you're from H Town and yes, and the you greatest know, city in the world. Okay, the greatest look, don't, sports team in the world. The greatest baseball team of all time. Yes, I'm not a baseball like advocate fan. I support my boyfriend's team, which are the Astros. So go Astros. Shout out to B. But there's a whole other conversation about why I'm not big into baseball, but I do love the World Series. So this is an homage just to you. I wore this hat just for you. How does that make you feel, Izzy? You know how to cut to the chase. <laughs> so thank you. You're very welcome. You know, I like the cap though. Okay. I really do. If I'd have known that, if I'd have gotten the memo, I would have worn mine. Mine's well, in the car. It's called spontaneous. There's okay, no memo. Good at that. Okay, no, but, well, yeah. You know. Okay, so let's get down to the nitty gritty of why you're really here to answer some questions. Okay. Just, you know, to educate through storytelling. That's what this is about. I like that. Okay. Yeah, cool. sounds you're, good. You're okay with whatever I'm gonna ask you? Before we start, the, the nitty gritty part, you ever watched Nacho Libre? Yeah, I have. Okay, yeah. It's been a long time, but yeah. Okay, that part where Nacho goes, let's get down to the nitty gritty. Oh, yeah. So right now, that's where I'm at right now. Okay, got so, it. So, let's go. I don't have the Nacho Libre voice, but you're more than welcome to roll with that. I don't think you'd want this interview in Nacho <laughs> Libre. I don't want yeah, to you're right. you. Yeah, Okay, okay, side. And for another day. So tell the folks a little bit about who you are and, you know, Izzy. I'm and what industry you're in, too. Well, I am from Houston, Texas. Born and uh, raised. I, well, no, actually, I was born on an American naval base. My dad served in the Navy. Ah, okay. He awesome. was stationed in the Philippines. Okay. Met my mother. Mm hmm And they fell in love. And here I am. That's awesome. Uh, I went to the States probably about three or four months after I was born. Okay. I lived in South Texas, the Brownsville area, first part of my life, then moved up to the Houston area. Actually, the Rosenberg area, excuse me. Yeah, and you gotta I, get specific. Specific, you get... yeah. You know, I, I lived there and I went to Needville High. Okay. You know, and then, then you know, attended college a little bit, didn't mm -hmm. finish it, but. You know, kind of fell in love with the multifamily industry. Kind of, kind of fell into it by accident. So, was it your very first job? No, no, no it wasn't. No. But you just my fell first in job. I used to wash dishes, and you used to be a cook at this little restaurant called the J Cafe. Oh, oh, okay. No, no, it was not the J Cafe. It was a J something. I forgot the name. But of it was it. restaurant related. Yeah, man. I would, if you so, wanted a burger, I can make it. I was, okay, I was that's good to know. Good that, note know. to self. Yeah, note to self. So you came from the restaurant business, basically. Well, my grandparents actually had a few restaurants, so okay. I kind of fell into that. How'd you um, get into multifamily? How'd I get into multifamily? Yeah. Well, multifamily? How'd you fall in? Tell the story. Well, so 
I used to work at a company called ICI Paints. Okay. Uh, it was paints that sold to commercial, residential, multifamily. And I came into an opportunity to be a sales rep. Mm -hmm. And they gave me a territory which had a, you know, a high amount of apartments in that area. I started calling a lot of those apartments, and that's where a lot of the lingo that I know today, that you know today, <laughs> all the uh, acronyms. Who's the management company? You know, like <laughs> yeah. who's it managed by? You know, who's the regional? You and know? all the acronyms. Yeah, with all it, the yeah. acronyms. You know, what's an ROI? What's this? What's that? You know, what's an NOI? It's an NOI. Yeah, and I kind of fell into that. That's the way it kind of happened. Mm -hmm. and, and so I was a sales rep for about nine years, and called on you know so many management companies. I used to call as well a bunch of construction companies that, you know, serviced multifamily, you okay. know, so, you know, the camps, the FSIs, you know, the gem stars of the world, you know, yeah. those guys, I was always after their exterior or interior renovation Got it. business, okay. so that's kind of how I fell into it. So you were there, and then where are you now? So I'm working now, <laughs> my career, yeah. <laughs> my love and my passion, I am privileged to work at Maintenance Supply Headquarters, I serve as their national account manager here in Houston. Okay, well, well they're I, in Houston because we're not in Houston right now, but... Houston's in my heart. Yes, wherever I go, uh, and has so, as and you got the cap. That's so I got Houston the cap. is here. Uh, <laughs> yes, but sir. All that being said, yes, you know I, I'm based in Houston. I usually typically cover the national account partners that we have in Houston mm -hmm. that go beyond Houston. So I've been there now for six years. Amazing company. I get to see you quite Aww. often over there. Yes, so, you do. You know, believe me, it's like Christmas morning when I see you. Like, Whatever. Oh, there's there's Stop. You know? I have a friend that goes. Stop. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't do that, yeah. but yeah, I guess you know, but. Leah would. Yes. Leah would do that. But yeah, I've had an amazing ride over there, and, and there are so many good people that I get the privilege to work with every day. So I'm just happy and so proud that I'm able to be a part, uh, and they allow me to do stuff like this and be a part of this TAAEF, you know, and I'm here. So. Yeah. Well, talk a little bit about, because you say about being a part of something, but, you know, Texas Department Association, local associations, you start at a local level and it's yeah. all volunteerism. How did you get involved in your local association? I don't know if you know a guy in Houston. His name is Cesar Lima. Uh, <laughs> Hello. Yeah, didn't he just get knows. some big award? Yeah. Lifetime got, Achievement he, or something? You know, yeah, I should know that. He got a, a nice award. Yeah. There was a guy that I used to work with, his name is Alan Jones, and he was like this multifamily specialist for ICI Paints. And mm -hmm. one day I went to lunch with him, and I was actually at a point where I didn't feel really challenged. I was kind of stagnant, you know, and I loved calling on people, selling and all that. But I asked, you know, if there was another different thing that I could do to kind of really motivate me. Uh -huh. You know, I was, I was motivated. I was always self-motivated, but I wanted something you more. You want the next level. Text uh, yeah, the next I want level. The, the, the next level, mm -hmm. I guess you can say. Well. <laughs> He comes up to me and he says, you know, you remind me of a guy, I don't know if you know a guy by the name of Cesar Lima, uh, you know, I didn't know who the guy was at the time. And looking back at now, I think that's probably one of the greatest compliments I ever have received mm -hmm. it's because I think he's just an amazing man. But <laughs> he told me, he said, you remind me of him. And he says, I think you would really do good in the apartment association. And then he says, you should join HAA. And at the time I said, what is that? Ha? Huh? You know, I'm like, what do you mean join? Ha? Huh? Is that like a comedy special? Is that, what it's is better that, than... AAA, which is Austin Apartment Association, and also Atlanta Apartment Associations. So yeah, I asked him what it was, and he says, well, it's the Houston Apartment Association, and I think you would do really, really well over there. And I attended a meeting, and I guess that's that's history. Here I am now, you know, I, I got the opportunity to meet so many good people. I bring up the fact that somebody recommended you to volunteer, and then from there you got involved, and then you moved your way up by participating within yeah. your local, right? Well, one of the thing, first things that I noticed about the association, which a lot of people notice, is that everybody 
tends to know each other mm -hmm. and everybody tends to you know want to be around each other yeah one big happy family it is a big family yeah and what's so funny about that is that when i came into it you know there were several people that befriended me and gave me an opportunity to kind of know what the association does mm -hmm. and and what it can present and what it can provide and, and to this day it's given me and my family so much you yeah. know so you know they are family yeah. and you know that's the reason why even to this day uh, 12 15 years later you know you're looking at it saying hey I always want to pay it for because yeah. yeah there's new people that are coming in they're excited to serve they're excited to get involved they're excited to, to go out there and make a difference whenever they can to me that's the reward in itself yeah you know to see that that also being said it's always continuously happening you see yeah. new people and it's, it's refreshing yeah it's very refreshing to see you meet people. new people every year some you, I mean, you bring up Caesar Lima. I mean, Billy Griffin was the one of the first people from the Houston Association. I know from Who's every. Billy Griffin. <laughs> okay, so Billy, he said it. I didn't. <laughs> I know this is going to go back to him. Yeah, so, yeah I'm totally I'm telling. But I remember the one person at every single local I ever got involved yeah. at that said, "Here, you know, here's the way, or here's this, yeah. that, and the other, or this is good. This is even better. You know, this is they need people over here, like." like connecting with those individuals I love building yeah building those longtime they're fun friendships yeah I, I have and I'm you know so honored to have some of these amazing lifelong relationships mm -hmm. that I have and so when it comes to these quarterly meetings at TAA it's almost like a family reunion I guess you can say but yeah. instead of once a year you have it four times a year yeah you know mm -hmm. so they're amazing people and you know I always try to find where I can to serve even in my local association it's home it's family still yeah and you know they've given me a lot so would that be the one thing that you say that you love the most about multifamily Oh, hands down. Okay. And I think it's kind of, a lot of people say that. And I actually thought about that one time, Kim, like, okay, I don't want to say the people, mm -hmm. but it's really hard for me to think of anything else. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, well, it's not the job. I mean, I love my job. You know, it's not, you know, these hotels and the places we get to go hang out at. Yeah. Well, isn't the, the opportunity business, I mean, that happens. I can't think of anything but the people. Yeah. And the laughs and the memories and, you know, the times that you've gotten a chance to kind of share in their joy and their you know, accomplishments. And I think it's kind of cool. You know, it's it's funny. You know, I, we have a lot of people that are competitors mm -hmm. and they have a, a lot of mutual respect for one another. Yeah. They're very nice to one another. Yeah, they was, care about each other mm -hmm. as people first. That was something that was very shocking it's to unique. me. Yeah. You like, don't see that. No, especially on both the supplier and the management side. Like I remember one of the first times I ever had a conversation with, shout out Mr. Scott Wilder, about Clay Hicks. Shout out Mr. Hicks. <laughs> and they're both gigum Aggies, mm -hmm. and they had a conversation. They sat there, you know, and I had never seen that in that environment. And then seeing how he is with all his other, yeah. you know, quote unquote competitors, if you will. And, you know, we all come together when you're at your local or your state or your national, and you're, you're giving back, you're doing the well, right thing for your industry and for the people that. You never know when you're going to collaborate with them in some way. I mean, you have a that, deep respect for them. Yeah. I mean, if you look at it right now, I mean, obviously, we, I love what I do, but you get a chance and opportunity to meet people that you may get to work with in the yeah. future. You know, I mean, Absolutely. for something like this, especially, you know, yeah. I mean, I never thought that, you know, a couple weeks ago that I was going to get a phone call and say, would you like to be on a I've podcast? been asking you. But it's funny. We talk about competition and about having a mutual respect, you know, and, and, and it's so evident here mm -hmm. in this business. So do you remember the very first, I know you said who the person was that asked you about getting involved, but what was the very first meeting that you attended at a local level and oh, that yeah. you 
Like, just tell, share a short <laughs> Izzy story. Yeah, there was a place called City Streets, and I remember I got invited to an ambassador meeting, mm -hmm. and there was all these people around the bar, mm -hmm. and it was basically a networking event for vendors. Supplier partners, I like Supplier to say. Supplier partners, you're right, you're, you're right. I do right. not like that word. We Supplier are partners. partners. And they knew each other. Yeah. Everybody knew each other, mm -hmm. and I kind of felt like a small fish in a big pond. Mm -hmm. And there were several people, there was two people that, you know, kind of took me under the wing and said, you should meet some people. And, you know, and to this day, we're making yeah. friends, you know, and so they kind of helped me, encouraged me. And I think a lot of new people, when they come into the in industry, they they see this, like, there's so many people who that know each other. And I love to see somebody, you know, go out of their way to oh, go yeah. help somebody and say, hey, you need to come over here to hang out with us. Yeah. And, we want to get to know you. I do that all the time because somebody did that for me. Yeah, you yeah. have to. If, if you can do that, I think that's a great way of paying it forward. Absolutely, 100%. Absolutely. What would you tell somebody about a career in the industry and why they should take a look? I mean, you come from the restaurant <laughs> industry. You know, you have a military, you're from a military family. You know, those are all things that industries that are very similar, you know, in service and in hospitality, you know, like customer service. Yeah. So. Like, why would you tell someone to check out? Well, I would say that the industry itself is evolving. It's mm -hmm. growing. The need for housing, especially apartments, is growing. Yeah, it's non-recession. Yeah, yeah is, somebody's going to need yeah, apartments. Yeah, we, we, we live through the recession, absolutely. Uh, and there's always companies sprouting up. They're growing. Mm -hmm. People starting up the new companies. It's always cool to see that. It's a great industry to be in because, again, we talked about it earlier about the people, but even more so, plentiful opportunities. Yeah. There's a lot of opportunity for people to make a good career out of this uh -huh. and be successful. I, I think that I'm a, a living testimony, mm -hmm. you know, if you say. But yeah, I, I love seeing people, you know, uh, succeed. This industry offers that opportunity. There's a lot of people that as they, you know, begin to go ahead and, you know, ride into the sunset. Retire? I don't want to say that, you know. <laughs> there are people there that are there to just congratulate them and be mm -hmm. with them. That's really cool, yeah. you know, to see that. And in this industry, you kind of see that so mm -hmm. much, you know, so hopefully I get to that, you know, so. I'll be one of those. Stand there, Izzy. Okay, so I'm from the restaurant industry. Yeah. I've been in the apartment industry for 15 years. I'm also an apartment renter, so I'm a double agent, as someone just called me. But talk a little bit about, because you're also from the restaurant side of the world, you know, how you said you fell into this. From there, talk a little bit about the differences in, you know, Monday through Friday, oh, we yeah. take holidays off, you know, weekends are amazing. Like from a sales side, like what was your experience? I don't just want to be speaking from mine. Well, the common word between hospitality in the restaurant business and, and multifamily business is serve. Yeah. You know, so that's always going to be a given. But, yeah. you know, when you work in, you know, the restaurant business, and I did it for years you know, with my family, you know, it's not fun being there at 8 o'clock and leaving at 10 p.m. at night. Yeah, and, and every weekend and every holiday. Yeah, and, and if somebody is, you know, they can't work, well, you got to fill in the shoes, mm -hmm. you know, and you've got to take their responsibility. Absolutely. It happens. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it happens to some degree, you know, in, yeah. in leasing or in the apartment business to some extent. But, you know, I think about that, it's a lot of labor, mm -hmm. and it's a lot of time Like there's no calling in it. sick. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. You can't, you know. And, and believe me, every day you know, and you're in the restaurant business, somebody's going to critique whether they liked it or they did mm -hmm. not like, whether it's the service, the the food, mm -hmm. and, you know, you know, you get a couple of bad compliments that can kind of, you know... Hurt your ego. Hurt your hurt, ego, Hurt, hurt yeah. your business. Yeah, yeah kind of can. <laughs> well, I mean, the... It's a lot of work. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. It's 24-7. 
Yeah. You know, 365 days a year and people want to eat. Yeah, people want to eat. People my boyfriend always says people take food very personally and with that multifamily people take it personally. You know, we're helping others living in their homes. Well, and we serve, but my point is is that we take time off for our family. We are allowed to have a vacation. We get the weekends. We definitely get the holidays. Nobody oh, yeah. does anything after Thanksgiving when it comes to Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. No, I look at it a little bit more differently is that, you know, as vendors, I mean, excuse me, supplier partners. Thank you very much. You see, I learned. Supplier partners or people on the management personnel, yeah. on the personnel side, we're trying to give a resident an experience. And that's us working together, mm -hmm. you know, not yeah. just, you know, the management company side or the supplier partner side. Yeah. It's us collaborating together to ensure that the residents that live in those units are taken care of and they have an experience of being satisfied, that they feel Absolutely. safe. And a lot of times if we're not talking about that, you know, they'll go on to go somewhere else, you mm -hmm. know? So, you know, for me, that's what I look forward to. And mm -hmm. that's what I want to do when I work with the companies I'm privileged to work with mm -hmm. is to hopefully give them what they need mm -hmm. so that they can make their tenants yeah. uh, a place that they can call home. Yeah, absolutely. You know? and so, well, like, I appreciate you know. that being a double agent and renter. Yeah, yeah, there you go, you know. <laughs> but yeah, if there was one thing I could say that, you know, of um, attraction to work in the multifamily business is that in this business, especially in, in this uh, industry, there's always opportunity for growth. There's always opportunity for advancement. There you go. You know, so absolutely, cool. 100%. Okay, so last question. What is the best advice that you have ever been given? Yeah, I, I do have one that I'm always reminded of, especially in you know my position. You get a lot of conflict at times, and sometimes you know we'll get the answers that you want. But I remember probably about ten years ago uh, when I was in the paint industry, I had developed a really good relationship with one of the contractors, and mm -hmm. you know he bought a lot of paint for me, and a job went sideways where it didn't go the way that it was supposed to, and then it became, you know, finger pointing, like, well, you told me this, mm -hmm. and I told you that, and anyway, it, it became a very heated discussion, and the guy, the contract at the time, basically questioned whether I was the right person for him to service his account. Mm -hmm. and at the time, you know, I obviously was very upset about that, you know, especially when I knew that what I had said was right, mm -hmm. and he just told me to leave the job, and we'll talk about it tomorrow, and so I called my boss, and I remember talking to him and saying, you know, I, I need to call this guy back and give him a piece of my mind and oh. tell him what I really think because I just can't believe that he would assume and, and do that. And Hopefully your boss this. said, no, don't do that. You no, know, he gave me the best advice. He says, I want you to sleep on it. Awesome. I said, I want you to sleep on it. I promise tomorrow morning you will wake up and you'll have a different thought. Yep. You'll have a different idea how to fix it. You won't be emotionally attached attached, or you won't be emotionally driven to go say mm -hmm. something that you're going to regret. That you can't take back ever. Correct. Yeah, you can't. Once it's said, it's said. Yeah. And so I took his advice. Mm -hmm. uh, at Good the time, I didn't think it was the right approach, but you know, when you're upset and you're mad, you want to defend yourself. Yeah. And he basically Especially said, when you know when you're right. And yeah. yeah, and so the next morning I called him and, and instead of me saying, I'd like to follow up on our conversation, the first thing I said was, you know, I think things got out of hand and I want to apologize to you yesterday. That's awesome. And I, and I realized I understand your side, your point of view, so let's work together to go ahead and get it fixed and we'll meet halfway. And he goes, yeah, I said, I thought the same thing too. It wasn't very, it wasn't a conversation that we typically have. You were the bigger man in the situation and it, yeah. it paid <laughs> off. Well, I think the, the biggest thing that I've learned is that sometimes when you get hit with things, you kind of have to take a step back yeah. and just say, take okay, a breath. let me think about this real quick before I go ahead and, and react or say something that is mm -hmm. eventually going to cause 
more issues mm -hmm. in the future. And yeah. that was the greatest advice that I've, I've, I've ever received. But another one that my grandfather told me a long time ago is that whatever you do in life, you know, always keep a good name. Hmm. And at the time when I was a kid, you don't know what that means. And now you do. You yep. know, you want to make sure that whatever you do is positive. You know, don't put yourself in situations that, you know, where people are going to question and look at it uh, and you in a different way. So, yeah, I mean, those are the two greatest pieces of advice that I've ever gotten yeah. from anybody. And it's really helped me throughout my career. It's helped me in life. It's helped mm -hmm. me with, you know, my friends and work and family. So mm -hmm. I, I still stick with it today. Yeah, that's awesome. My grandfather gave me something similar in advice about your name. And yeah. that's, at the end of the day, that's all, you have your word and your name. Yeah, so your that's, word and your maybe name. it's a generational thing. <laughs> Let me tell you, son. <laughs> my grandfather was speaking Spanish when he said it. So, uh, so do you, uh, mira. <laughs> mira. Tu <nombre>. <laughs> you know? That's another podcast you for know? another day. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell folks how they can connect with you if they want to get a hold of you. Well, they can connect with me on LinkedIn. LinkedIn.com slash Izzy Garza. It, does it say Izzy or does it say Israel? Just check it out either way. I haven't. I, I need to look that up. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Facebook or, or email me. I'd love to hear from you. Awesome. Uh, Izzy.Garza at SupplyHQ.com. Okay. Looking forward to hearing from yeah. feedback from here. Well, I, I hope I don't embarrass you. Izzy, you could never embarrass that, huh? me. But I do appreciate you sharing yeah. with us. And it's fun. Well, thank you again, Izzy. And thank you. thank you all for tuning in. And if Izzy's thoughts, advice sparked something with you, please leave it in the comments. If you know someone that needs to hear Izzy's story, please share this episode with them. And until our next Room to Grow podcast, podcast. episode, We'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>